Hello, welcome to the Monday, September 26, 2016 edition of the Sands and Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. Last week, Xavier reported about seeing some malicious Microsoft publisher files. They typically have the .pub extensions and of course uh, they may include the same malicious uh, macros and such that you find in any other kind of Microsoft Office document. Well, uh, Didier now has a little video and a little hands-on guide in how to analyze these files and extracting these macros. He's using his good old Oli dump tool, which of course will do a fine job with publisher files, just as it does with Microsoft Word documents or Excel files. Elcomsoft, a Russian company that specializes in mobile forensic software, in particular the decryption of archives and the like, found an interesting vulnerability in iOS 10. The problem here is that if you save an iOS 10 backup to a PC and encrypt that backup, it is now much faster to brute force the password for this backup than it was before in iOS 9. According to Elcomsoft on iOS 9, they were able to brute force about 2,400 passwords per second on an Intel i5. So that's actually relatively slow, but on iOS 10, they are able to test up to 6 million passwords per second on the same Intel i5 CPU, and potentially, of course, many, many more once they start implementing this on graphics cards. Apparently the problem here is that Apple implemented a new password verification scheme on iOS 10 that's simpler and as a result easier to brute force. That new scheme exists in addition to the old password verification scheme. So not 100% sure why the new scheme was actually even implemented. So if someone gets a hold of an encrypted backup that you left on a PC, they're now much more likely going to brute force your password. Standard defense, of course, here, pick a strong password to make it less likely that they'll able to brute force it. And Windows 10 appears to implement its own undocumented certificate pinning for Microsoft-owned domains. There is a list of 152 different domains, all of them Microsoft-owned, for which there is a configuration to implement certificate pinning. Apparently, that configuration can be updated by Microsoft from time to time. And of course, on the list, you will find Microsoft.com, Office.com, and domains like that, but also domains that are used for Windows 10 telemetry, which of course makes it a little bit more difficult than for a user to really inspect and intercept what's going on in these telemetry connections. And well, just to show how difficult it is to implement accurate geoblocking and to protect from denial of service attacks, an investigation was now made public into a denial of service attack against the Australian Bureau of Statistics during a recent census. Apparently, IBM got the contract to implement the system that did collect the census responses. That system fell 
due to a DDoS attack. Now, the report mentions that geoblocking was one means that they considered in order to fight DDoS attacks. They apparently didn't implement geoblocking correctly, according to the report. Not really clear uh, how much of the success of the denial of service attack was due to geoblocking not being implemented correctly or geoblocking just being inefficient in protecting the site from the denial of service attack. Geolocation databases are typically actually pretty good uh, with sort of a 90 plus percent accuracy in particular if you would just like to allow traffic from Australia. However, then again, Australia is big enough where there are probably enough compromised devices and the like where they're sufficient to take down a site like the census site just by themselves. Well, and if you are looking for results from a survey that you could probably have predicted, there is a survey now that asserts that 97% of Fortune 1000 companies have leaked credentials out on the internet. Actually, I wonder what happened to the last 3%. Probably that's just an inaccuracy in this survey. But no big surprise and a good reminder that one threat you absolutely have to protect yourself from is your users reusing credentials on public sites that are then being breached, the phishing attacks and the like. So two-factor authentication and of course monitoring internal users and lateral movement is very important in order to mitigate this risk. Well, that's it for today. So thanks again for listening and talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.